T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. It's James. The craziest friggin' guy I have ever worked with. And Wiggy. Wiggy calling anybody fat. It's like OJ calling someone a murder. With Andy Hart. Patriots.com, we have done online radio. But that's not real radio. James, Wiggy, and Hart. How about my former partner, Mark James? Social media, 50. You're blocked. He's terrible on social media. He doesn't do anything. Now you can shut the hell up. Entertainment value. I gave him a 93. Look at Jerry, man. I love yeah. him. Yeah. Likeability. Negative 54. <laughs> By the way, I'm glad there's one person laughing at this. But he did get a 96 on sobriquets. At least I know how to pronounce sobriquet. Andrew Trashner. Ball sky to right field. First pitch. It is deep and it is gone. 95% we will see Gronkowski this year or next year. I think he is coming back. I've said that all along. I say no. Not coming back. Period. It's not going to happen this year. I'm not going 99%, but I'll go 75, 80%. Yeah, I think he's coming back. He's not coming back. He's done ski. Next Tuesday, I will have an answer for you. James Wiggy and Hart on Sports Radio WEI. A good Wednesday, everyone. Uh, Great intro there by the Fred Norris of Boston Radio. Ken Laird. Uh, It is Wiggy, Jermaine Wiggins, Andy Hart, Mark James here with you. Uh, and I will say before we get anything, you know, some of those times you guys ever forget your phone at home? Do you ever forget it? Uh, I don't yeah, think I have. I don't, yeah, I don't think I've ever forgot it at home and got like, well, I might have forgot it and be like, oh, I've got to go back and get my phone. Right. I could have done it, mm-hmm. but I I don't live that far away, but I just right. decided to say, you know what? Let's go old school today. Right. Let's just go old school. I'll, I'll, I'll pretend now you have me, mm-hmm. gentlemen, on Adderall. Right. So I'm focused. I'm, there's no distractions. Oh, boy. Well, are, you, are you looking at your phone during the show? I mean, no, just to look everybody up stuff. Everybody does. Yeah, wow. yeah. Like, Come on. Everybody. everybody. Then you, you heard Curtis talk about don't look at the text line. You shouldn't be looking at your phone during the show. Well, Maybe I would say during breaks. commercial breaks and stuff right. like that. That's But that's during the show. Okay. So I'm a little bit there. <laughs> I will say this. Speaking of Curtis, I'm glad you brought him up because last night um, when 8 o'clock hit, mm-hmm. there was this thing on ESPN. After they showed it, they showed the... 30 for 30 documentary, Unguarded, which is the Chris Heron story by mm-hmm. John, directed by Jonathan Hawk. I texted Curtis and said, listen, there's a new thing coming up at 8 o'clock called The First Day. Uh, and it's, it was Chris Heron going around to a bunch of high schools throughout mm-hmm. the country in West Hartford, Connecticut, um, in, um, all, in Rhode Island, in Massachusetts, down in Ohio, all over. And it was called The First Day. I said, you should check it out. And he goes, oh, thanks a lot. He's like, I'll check it out. And I got to tell you, from someone, and we all know the story, uh, Chris Heron, certainly from Durfee, Fall River, and uh, was a tremendous athlete there, went to Boston College. Uh, obviously, he had to you know, leave there. Uh, unfortunately, he got hooked on drugs and, and was an alcoholic, although he goes all the way to Fresno State, plays for the late, great Jerry Tarkanian, gets drafted by the Denver Nuggets, and then ends up playing for the Celtics, the whole thing. But... I will tell you, I didn't think I'd be mo- like because you've heard it before. But the theme of this—did either one of you see it? No. Do you? Uh, I I didn't see it, but I I was at. Uh, he did come to my son's middle school a couple, of, me maybe about four or five years ago. So, okay. So I've I've seen okay. him talk to the kids in person. All right. So the thing that really got me, mm-hmm. two things in particular, really, and and I, I wish Chris Curse was here today, but because he would be able to to talk more about this. But they're catching the ants, but missing the elephants. He he <laughs> said, um, you know, we can all. He's like, we can all come here and we can show you a movie for thirty minutes and show you what someone looks like in their worst state on uh, crack, heroin, fentanyl, uh, you know, Molly, you name it. He goes, what about the first day? He goes, what about the first day where you're someone who just looks like everybody else in the crowd? It's the first day you pick up, you start doing pills, you start hitting the pipe, you start doing this, you start doing that. That really hit home. And then the part where he said at the end, he goes, listen, guys, he goes, I'm not, he's like, I'm not here today for me to tell mm-hmm. you my story. I'm here 
to help you with your story and what you're going to write. I was like, wow, goosebumps, chills. And then, and then afterwards, they showed uh, these young students, uh, you know, young uh, girls and, and, and boys going up to him and just saying, you know, crying, hugging him and saying, can I have your contact information? And he's like, I'm here for your story. He goes, forget about my story. And I, I was just like, it was so mm-hmm. unbelievably well done. And I figured you, uh, back in the 90s, being a, a hot shot athlete at Eastie, Mm-hmm. You might have crossed paths. Did you ever? Did you ever play against Chris? Yeah, here? we crossed paths. Did you? Did, I, yeah, I think it was in the state tournament um, against them. Might have been like I want to say like ninety two, maybe. Um, uh, we might have played against ninety two, ninety one, somewhere in that in that era. Because I graduated in ninety three. I believe he graduated in ninety four. Mm-hmm. So he might be a year younger than me. So him and I crossed paths on the basketball uh, um, court. You know, during he dunk those, on you. During those days, no, no, no. I was a very, very good basketball player, Andy Hunt. Okay, very, I'm just che- so was very, he. very. You don't talented. have to get defensive. I am just. I don't saying. know what your NBA 2K rating was in uh, high school. It was pretty good in high school. You know, back <laughs> in, back in those days. Um, but yeah, so you know, I've known Chris for a long period of time. Just being in those AAU basketball circles yeah. back in the early '90s and knowing what type of player he was. You know, what I mean, he was a. You, you know, think about it. He was one of the baddest dudes uh, around here in Boston, you know, kind of in this Massachusetts area as far as basketball players. And he, you know, and he was a white dude and he was killing it. So, uh, I mean, he that's why his name kind of echoed throughout the whole state of Massachusetts. And, uh, and I did get to hear his story. Like I said, this was probably... Jesus, how long ago is this? Might have been like five or six yeah. years ago where he came to my kids' middle school. And, you know, you know, because like you said, he goes around to these different schools. And what's really cool, he's very engaging when he speaks and he does, you know, he's not very. just he's not just up there and he's just talking and you as like if you're sitting in the crowd, you know, you know how kids are. They're kind of like, if you don't really like engage them. Sit yeah, they tend to kind of go off. And, Little ADD. Yeah, they kind of start daydreaming. But he's very engaged and he's very like, you know, he, he, he tells stories about um, his personal battle for him and what it was like in his journey and like all the different things. And he like hooks you in because he's giving you the real, like he's not sugarcoating nothing. You know what I mean? Like yeah. he's giving you like the yeah. real stories. Um, and I think that's... Uh, 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 what really captures the essence of when he's going around talking is like because he's telling you about like how I think there was one story he told I and I don't not sure how he remember how he said it, but like how he was high before the game. Oh and yeah, and and so I, I think that's something that kids really like. Whoa, you know, and mm. because now they see you know wow you had this type of talent. You know he played you know obviously played in the NBA, but you know who knows what kind of career he would have been able to have. Oh yeah, he was. I was in high school. I was a little younger than him, but okay. Dartmouth would play him. And I like how he said, you know, he's a white boy doing this. Right. I remember the first, because when you expect, racist or not, I'm going to say it, <laughs> great white basketball player, you yes. assume he can shoot. So yes. you go to a game thinking, okay, you're going to watch him drain threes. Right. But he would drain a three, and the next time down, drive by somebody and dunk. And you're like, yes. whoa, okay. Yeah, he's he's not, not exactly what he's I was a good thinking. athlete. Phenomenal athlete. You're right. Probably never reached the levels he could have, even though he made the NBA. Right. And for you know a, a Massachusetts boy, that's a pretty mm-hmm. pretty impressive thing. But as a parent, like I have middle school kids, mm-hmm. he's he's targeting or delving into your worst fears because right. you know you can say whatever you want, you can raise them the way, but the reality is one or two mistakes by them, which can happen in a group setting, and their whole life goes in a different direction than what it could have. Especially now, where it starts with. You know, these jewels and the vaping is so right. big in middle schools. Right. And what does that lead to? Trying other stuff. You take drugs, Danny? Every day. Good. <laughs> and it's just, like, you know you're helpless. You're right. helpless as a parent to some degree. You can try your ass off, but... Right. The well, reality was, is, you don't you don't decide. The right. kid decides. And, and mm-hmm. I always and you know I always try to uh, tell the kids this, and I think kind of Chris, you know, I, I think he might have mentioned this, and it was something that I kind of like stole from him, and and kind of you know always use. I think he had maybe might have mentioned that is like you know if you want to know where you're going to be in life, or you know you want to get a good idea, it's going to look to your left and look to your right. It's the people that you're hanging around with, yep. because mm-hmm. they're going to have an, a huge influence in your life. They're your friends, and. 
that is the you know that's usually a lot of kids' downfall is right they start hanging out with a certain crowd and next thing you know you know and you got to try to keep like minded people like you know like yourself and and I think when you look at Chris Heron and he he'd be the first to tell you that I bet a lot of the stuff that he kind of maybe might have got into is just you know you start putting the wrong type of people around you and you start going down the wrong path but it's it, it, it is really good to see that he's been able to change his life I know he's got a kid that plays at uh boston yes yeah, right yep um yep. so he's he's really changed his life and now you know he's taken something that was an extreme negative and he's turned it you know for for a better term into a positive and he's able to go around and 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 talk to kids all over the country well, there was times when i would come into the arena playing against texas or umass you know 12 o'clock noon and I'd be in a car with two girls that I have no idea their names and I hadn't slept yet and I'm doing my last line of cocaine as I'm walking into the arena. And, and I hadn't ate anything, I haven't done anything, and the last thing I drank was a Budweiser. Imagine that. Yeah. Yeah. Imagine, like, imagine that, yeah, like, you know, you know and, and you, you, you see guys, you know, if you can play at a collegiate level or a professional level, like you're always going to come on guys that you see and you're like, man, you know, and then you hear some of these stories and it's like, man, you were doing that before a game. Like, yeah. it's like, well, do you remember in the, in the uh, documentary Unguarded, he actually talks about how he literally was out on Causeway Street mm-hmm. yep. before a game in his Celtics warm up yeah, looking for a score, right. looking for a, like to get a hit, which tells you how good he is. Like, think of Tom Brady. You can understand why he's great, because he puts everything <sighs> right. he has, is focused on being great. That's right. it. Chris Heron was the opposite, doing right. everything mm-hmm. he could to derail it, and yet still was an elite Division One right. basketball player. Still, still was able to keep, it ag- right. to keep it together. what he could have been if he right. were TB12 method right. Right. and focused solely on being the best he could be in his talents. Right, and that and that's that's the thing. I think that's the thing that you you really look at. That's like the biggest thing, you know, is you, you hate to see is wasted talent. That's right? it. You, you right. hate to see it. And, yep. you, and Bronx there, Tale. That was the Bronx Tale theme. Yeah. yeah. And there's plenty of athletes that that have come up, and you know, you know, for you know, like you, Andy, you mock. There's always there's always plenty of athletes that you grow up with in high school, or even in college, or even in the you know, for me in the pros, that you go, man. He was so talented, yeah. but you know, wasn't able to do this, wasn't able to do that. Let this get in the way, and 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 it's just wasted talent. Because I had such a minuscule schlonger, I turned to drugs. <laughs> that was Howard so, Stern. You know, but it's it's, it's no, but but he, one of the things he reveals um, in this thing too, and you guys get a chance to check it out. He talks about how his mother and dad divorced. His dad was a politician. His right. mom had some really good job in corporate America because his dad was a major alcoholic right and he said that when he would go home to his mom he did not want his mother to uh smell the the same scent off her son's breath as a teenager Mm -hmm. that she would off her husband when they would be going to bed Mm -hmm. and i thought that was pretty powerful too and and it was it was just like wow the good news is that in the end that there there is a happy ending is that 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 as great of a basketball player as he was right He was meant to go through this arduous journey of life to be able to go now and and tell it. And you could see the impact that he had. If you watch this, the kids in the audience that just put their heads down in their hands and are crying. And then afterwards, they talk to him. It's like, this is the reason he, he, he he's now put on earth for this reason. Yeah. Like, this is the reason to, to let everybody know. Listen, I wasn't McDonald's All-American. I was playing in the Big East against Ray Allen and Allen. I like he was he was that dude when he came right. in there. It was it was the freshman class. It was Iverson. Felipe Lopez uh, and and Chris Heron. Right, that was that class. He was part of that class, and then he threw that away. He rebounded. He went to Fresno, and then he got drafted by the Nuggets. And but this is why he's amazing. Right, like oh, I would love to get him in studio and yeah. just talk he, to him and just have. He's him got a, he, I mean, he's he's definitely got a, a lot he could talk about. Another good documentary is the Dominican Dream with Felipe. Yeah, Lopez. oh, I saw that. If you get oh, a that was amazing. That. Saw that, but uh, you know, it's it's you know, and he's a local kid, um, and it's all. Always, you know, I always for me. It's, I'm always like proud to see local kids, you know, have the opportunity. When I was growing up, it was Ron Stone, Dana Barrows, right. uh, Travis Best. Even yep. though he was from, it was, out, it was, it was, it was our guy. It, it was Eric Brunson, and 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 it's always you know good to see guys that um, had the opportunity, you know. And and like I said, it it was 
Good that he was able to get to a certain level, but obviously it was sad to see that he was able that, you know, during that time he kind of sort of came to his, his demons. Um, but it it is good to see him bounce back. And if you can get a chance to see this uh, documentary, like I said, I was able to see him up close and personal. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, growing up around here, you know the Chris Heron story. So, you know, it's good to see that he he's been able to bounce back from that. And seeing what he's doing now, you could argue, okay, he didn't, realize maybe his basketball potential right. which is flashier and sexier right. mm-hmm. but certainly there's more value to the community than Absolutely. what he's doing now oh. because who knows oh. whether it's you know one kid per school right. that he changes or 10 kids right. per school whatever it is well, well the, let me let me let me just say this and this is another thing and I'll and I'm I'm, I'm spoiling it here but you just got to see is like he talks to this girl and this girl, uh, she, uh, I think she was in Ohio. She was at some high school in Ohio, and she was un- she's unmercifully bullied. Mm-hmm. And Chris Heron came to speak to her school. She got the courage to go sit at the cool the cool kids table one day. Right. And what she did was, and he told he tells the story. She goes to the table, and people are telling her, "Oh, you're at the wrong table." This, that, and the other. And all these people are putting on Snapchat and Instagram, teasing her unmercifully. She rolls up her sleeves. It's cuts mm-hmm. on both arms, all on the sleeves. And she said, I just want you to know, with everything that you say to me, this is what you've done to me. This is, this is, this is what you've, you've brought me to. I'm a cutter. He mm-hmm. said he gets an email from her once a month saying, hey, because of it. He's like, I sat at the cool kids table. They stopped after that day. Right. She goes, I wouldn't have had the confidence to go and sit at that cool kids table and show them the pain literally, ment- mentally, physically, emotionally that I'm going through. And ever since then, it stopped. And she sends him an email every month to show that, you know, I'm because of you. And that is the power. I, I mean, listen, I'm not being, I mean, that is the real life power that goes well beyond. Right. And, you know, as much as we sit here and extol and sing the praises of Tom Brady, right. this, this kid's saving people's lives. Yeah. Especially the youth of America. Well, yeah, I mean, you you go through certain things, and all you can do if you're a, if you're a, you know guy like Chris Heron, all you can do is now tell your story, show show how your downfall, you know, ruins your life to a certain extent, and hopefully, there's the next Chris Heron that might be sitting in the audience yep. that might say, you know what. I'm not going to go down that road, you know. I, I'm I'm not I'm not going to uh, allow you know these outside factors to to derail me uh, or derail what it is I got going on. So I think that's a you know obviously like you said that's a good thing for him. And it's obviously also an ongoing battle we see it with Josh Gordon right. and you know him trying to get back in the league or Martavis Bryant and these guys mm-hmm. and the way you know maybe the NFL is softening its stance against these guys with mm-hmm. addictions and alcohol and marijuana and. Right. You know, sort of treating it as an illness rather than you're just out. You know, three you know three strikes, you're out of the league right. and suspended indefinitely. Maybe trying to get them help. And I know certainly from a Patriots perspective, and Brady, they're they're hoping Gordon is among among those that gets reinstated and comes back. But I also think you know we're making the Brady comparison just because he is the top of the mountain here. Right. Yeah. I think a lot of kids can look at Tom Brady and say like he's perfect. That's it. Like that's it. I already screwed up, but you know I did <laughs> yeah. drugs in high school. He yeah. probably never did drugs. He grew up this. Yeah. He went to Michigan. Or you look at a guy like Chris Heron or Josh right. Gordon and say, well, they screwed up too. Tom yeah. Brady's like the unicorn, right? right. He's yeah. like he's like that. Yeah. He, he, when you look at Tom, he's kind of like you know, and good for him. I mean, you, I, I don't knock somebody for you know doing the right thing. You know, you know what I mean? Because at the end of the day, you know, Chris Heron got to a certain point in his life where he made some bad decisions, right? right. You gotta, he's got to take some of the onus on him, right? Yep. And I, and, no question. And, and Chris would be the first to tell you that. Um, when you look at uh, Brady, you know, he's been in a situation where uh, I, you know, and I don't know the full extent of his life growing up, but everybody kind of comes to paths in the road, and you gotta make the right decision and and Tom made the right decisions and so you 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 never knock a guy for for doing that or say you know you know hey look with this guy you know put him on a pedestal and say oh well we can't give him credit because of he's he's got everything or he's doing everything the right way he just you know made the good decision where right. other people you know sometimes but, but, ma- but you saw but listen we've all seen the infamous 2000 combine video with him with his mm-hmm. shirt off yep. and he was a six round pick right so he had to earn his way and he and then from there the thing that the most amazing thing and not to we'll, we'll, we'll talk enough about Brady and the Patriots say the most amazing thing about Brady it's like okay you're Jordan 
Nobody will ever win six Super Bowls. Like, okay, Bill Russell's won like eleven titles, right? So in a you know, different it, era in a different game. A, a different era. Jordan's won six, mm-hmm. and we view that as the end all be all because that was in our generation, and that's what we that's our frame of reference. Nobody will ever catch. I can sit here and tell you after we're long gone. Mm-hmm. Nobody will catch Tom Brady as a starting quarterback with more Super Bowl wins. Nobody. Right, and Tom's not even done. Well, that's just it, is that today he is preparing for this season as if it's 2000 and he's fourth on the depth chart behind Bledsoe and Damon Heward and all the... And he's like, he still to this day is preparing for Super Bowl Seven as if it's... I've got to... Look at this. I think that's what makes him... I love to train and I love to eat good. You know why I love to eat good? Because it makes me feel better. And if I feel better, then I can work out more. If I can work out more, I go play soccer with my kids. Oh. And make out on the beach with Giselle. You see right. that? Well, that That's, yeah, that, that, down in Costa Rica for the last yeah. week, I guess before I gotta, camp. I got to start eating good now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing about I, I think the thing about you know Tom and, and and what you're what I think you'll ultimately say, and you probably might be able to make the argument now, is that he he'll probably go down in history as the greatest athlete ever. Because I mean, you talk about. Bill Russell, and you talk about Michael Jordan. The sport is different, you know. Michael Jordan, in, in you know most cases, in you know his championship run, he had seven game series where he was able to, you know, win these championships. With, with no, Tom. he never went to game seven. No, no, no. But oh, what oh. I'm saying, he played in a seven game series. Yeah, where oh, Brady was like saying. one and done. Yeah, you're right. You know right. what I mean? Yep. The difficulty yep. in one and done versus seven game That's series. That's interesting it's point. Like, and you know what? Ah, we stumbled in game one. We seen with the Boston Red Sox being down 0-3 against the Yankees, right? And still be able to come back. And and football, it's one and done, and it's a different type of mindset. And you and you look at the era that Brady played in versus, you know, maybe Bill we talk about Bill Russell and I and and Bill Russell played what uh, nine or ten seasons with like Kuzi uh, or or, or Havlicek? Yeah, you know, right? You, you think about the free agency today versus when Bill Russell played, and you know those guys weren't going nowhere. So you were able to build these dynasties of players where Brady's, you know, rolling in guys all the time. Right. I think two of the most impressive things about Brady are a physically the way he's done it differently over twenty right. years. You know, from. Jermaine Wiggins, dink and dunk, and we need the defense and special teams and punt returns to Randy Moss, and we're just going to score 50. We're going to whoop your ass, and we're not taking any prisoners. And then sort of evolving to Gronk and the tight ends, and then back to this year where it was sort of defense and just doing just enough. And then the other is, in this age of the NBA, the ego. Like right. I know yeah. that you know, a couple of years ago there was the whole fissures and cracks in the foundation between he and Bill, but for 20 years he's coexisted with Bill Belichick and the the sharing of the spotlight and the greatness and the egoless and does and I just, Tommy think he's the reason they won? They win? Yep. Right, and so does Bill. But somehow he or Bill or both, you know, the phrase Robert Kraft likes you subjugated their egos, right. whatever it is, the yes. way he's been able, like that wouldn't have. The stories you hear out of Green Bay right. with with Rodgers and McCarthy, oh, okay. both of them, oh, right. Favre and Rodgers, right. and the way their Hall of Fame right. franchise yeah. QBs, they couldn't well, keep it rolling. Well, he, the- he, here's the thing: when you think about Tom Brady and 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 one of these guys, I'm throwing out, and, and yes, he's only been in the league two years. He has more Super Bowl wins than Aaron Rodgers, Russell Wilson, Drew Brees, Patrick Mahomes, Andrew Luck, Cam Newton, all together. Right, all, all of them. Now well, I know Mahomes only been in the league for two well, years, so, of, but but it's just amazing when you think about the that. thing about Tom is he doesn't and Roethlisberger. He doesn't allow like the ego to bleed into the locker room or into the game plan right. or into the team. You know, at the end of the day, I mean, you know, he's one of the he's one of the most competitive guys I know. He's one of the most you know cocky and confident guys in a good way that I know. So he has that ego, right? He wouldn't be playing so long and wouldn't be playing at such a high level if you didn't have that ego and you didn't feel like you were the best, right? right. But he doesn't allow that ego to bleed in. He doesn't allow, like there are some Got guys... Got traded. Well, I don't know about that one. Yes, you, you do. Really come yes, on. you do. You believe that? I'm right in the craft's office and I'm with Ken on that Jimmy you, G. Listen, well, I, but, but, I know but, Tom, but, but they couldn't there's franchise. no way in, on God's green earth that he's walking into Kraft's office and going, listen. Hey, you got to get rid of this guy. He's breathing down my neck. He's way too competitive for Lickety that. Lick. He, he lick, might lick, not lick. allow him to get any reps. 
you know, but he's not walking in. But, they, cr- but Ken, you also office. understood that he, I'm represented by the same agent, Don Yee. Like, he wanted the big money. They couldn't have franchised. I mean, they could have franchised. No, there's no you way they were going to franchise a backup quarterback yeah, for, for $25 right. million. No, dollars no, but it was a choice, him it, or me. Yeah, he, but Brady, well, but people make it sound like, and what you making it sound like, Ken, is people make it sound <laughs> like Tom walked in at Robert's office of like. Of course he did. Hey, Robert, we need to have a conversation right now. This Garoppolo kid, got to go. Which would be, by the way, a direct opposite approach to what he did at Michigan, right? Everybody right. praised him for not leaving Michigan. Yep. He could have left there. He got screwed over. And he stayed, right? right. The whole thing. Especially in this day and age where people transfer all the time. People right. go to three colleges. Now it's like, I, I, yeah, now I mean, colleges are like free agents. Right. Yeah. So now he gets to the NFL and there's a guy behind him who's right. clearly behind him. Right. There was never a single person that said Garoppolo should be starting. Garoppolo's right. well, better. hinted that he could do exactly what Tom could do. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Yeah, he hit it. He said that he could do all Run the things. Run the offense. Right. Yeah. But he said he wasn't. Did he ever once say we have an he open wanted competition? It. He wanted it. He uh, wanted to see. Oh, I know. He wanted I know. to win. Listen, listen, Ken and I, are, I, I think if Belichick had his way, they would have gotten. But do you Belichick. believe But do you believe Tom went into Kraft's right. office no. and Bill's like, all right, we got we to get rid right. of this You guy. can argue Belichick would want to get rid of him for the long term. Yeah. Jimmy but I don't go think. Out there and run everything that Tom can run with. But when he says that, he doesn't mean he can make every single throw and every single... He means... Yes, he does. No, he doesn't. He means he runs the offense. Right. Like, we're not going to screw up the call. If we're right. in a bad look, he's going to change it. We're not saying he he's going to make every throw. He understands what this offense is. He understands right. how, how to run this offense. Now, he doesn't mean that, hey, guess what? He can run this offense and run it at the same level Tom Brady no, runs no. it at. But no. he means that when he gets into the system... Well, Jacoby Brissett did it for a couple of games and a half, too. Yeah, when he gets so. into the system, it's something that doesn't. Uh, it's not really affecting him. Right. But Tremendous amount of respect for Jimmy. I couldn't ask for him to give us any more than, than he's given us. 49ers are getting a good player, they're getting a good person, and they're getting a great teammate. And, and I text I him every week to check and, in. And he knows, and, and Bill knew, there's no way he could have kept Garoppolo. I mean, there was But no- he's coming back, that's what I hear. After this year, it only costs the 49ers $4 million. Brady's not getting any younger. Mm-hmm. Jimmy's coming back, baby. Well, 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 we'll, we'll, we'll get to something. We'll com- see if he gets a full year on his belt we'll, and see what Jimmy. he looks like. <laughs> well, well, it, we'll get to something coming up to uh, ESPN.com, Field Yates, uh, Lewis Riddick, and uh, Mike Sando. Yes. They did a thing, power rankings, not just for this season, which normally I hate power rankings, but they did it for the next three years, which mm-hmm. make it very interesting. want to grab this phone call who uh, has a story to share in Rhode Island. Robert Rhode Island. Robert, good morning. You're on with uh, Wiggy, Hart, and James. What's up, Robert? Hey, guys. How we doing? Good. Good. Um, I just wanted to know if, if you guys would compare Jay Williams to the gentleman you were talking about um, sure. earlier. Chris, yeah. Um, because I believe he had a great career at UNC, and then you know... You mean Duke. The NBA. Duke. Oh, I apologize. Yeah, Duke. Duke. Yep. And then um, went to the NBA, and I'm not... Uh, exactly sure if it was drugs or alcohol you know one and the same i guess if you abuse it but his career went downhill yeah didn't he have the most inspiration he had a motorcycle accident he blew out his knee but like it was shredded yeah he came was back from that but he was never the same okay but did he have any um off the off the court issues yes uh he had an oxy he told a story okay yep he told a story where he woke up one day in the New York City subway and had no idea where he was. One of those things, and was like, "That's when I have to change it." Oh, there you go. Then, right. yeah, I get you know that's what I mean. Interesting. Now point. he's working for ESPN. I, right. I believe he still yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, he is. He's a very prominent part. Yeah, he he's on Get Up almost every morning. He's a he's on game day for college basketball. It's it's interesting. I, I and and I'm not judging who went through work, but obviously similar I mean, paths. Similar paths. Yep. Um, Aaron, Aaron will be the first to tell you. Now, I, I, the one thing I don't know, Eamon, if you could check this out, is that. Um, was Jay Williams' oxy addiction due to the horrific motorcycle accident? Right. It was. It was. So Heron will tell you 
He just was addicted to going right. back to high school. Well, I don't know Jay, that Jay Williams and college at Duke, was he having any issues? I don't believe drugs? No. Yeah, Sounds so, like it was post-accident, so. okay. which right. is also a whole right. modern issue I mean, that but a lot the, of people deal with. But at the end of the day, it's like, you know what? At the end of the day, it's you're both walking down the same path. You know, Maybe one's is a little bit bumpier than the other, but you're still walking down the same yeah, path. True. I mean, you, you're still, you, you still had a lifestyle uh, that took you in a completely different direction um how you got there you know i think is kind of irrelevant right yeah. and, the, and there's others i mean josh hamilton is the, right. the prototypical story mm-hmm. of you know what do we, he was in like a trailer similar story yeah, right. yeah. just in a trailer park yep and then came back and was an mvp and home run derby and all that so you know the highs and the lows i mean oh, you yeah. see the guys all the time like you said we talk about josh gordon he has a guy who's trying to get back yep. into the league and you know and and patriots fans want to know is this guy ever going to play again mm-hmm. and you and you think that maybe goodell is trying to be in a situation where i don't want to really because Technically, he should be banned from the league for Correct. lifetime, but he's at the point well, where... Well, there's a, there's a more sensitivity and understanding now no in this day and age where mm-hmm. before, if, if a guy was going down that path, it would be like, okay, you know, you're caught next right. up. But the Patriots, I, I mean, you've seen them, like the Instagram video of him at Tom's house in Brookline and t- catching well, passes. That's because he's a talented player. Well, no, he's yeah, amazingly talented. The more talented. talent you have, the more chances you <laughs> yeah, get. Oh, yeah. The, well, leash, th- the leash tends to get a little bit longer. It's yep. like one of those leashes that you buy uh, at, at Petco with the, oh, it the goes out button, button on it, you know, this they come in like twenty five feet, fifteen feet, ten feet. You know, when you're a guy like me, you got like a two foot leash. <laughs> well, well, speaking of, hey, well, I ain't it going any further. Speaking of practicing with Tom, um, somebody who's going to join us in the nine o'clock hour, Mike Florio from Pro Football Talk, has put odds mm-hmm. on Tom's now former teammate Rob Gronkowski. He's put odds on the percentage of Gronk coming back. Wiggy, Hart, you will, I will chime in, and I will chime in what odds I give on that. Let's get to that next. Gronk possibly coming back. Mm-hmm. There's a percentage that Mike Florio has given. We'll ask him why in the, in the final hour of the show. That's all coming up. We'll get to that next right here on Wiggy, Hart, and James, WEI. This is Boston Sports Station. Now here's what's trending on WEI. Report day for three NFL teams, rookies, and Denver's full squad. Reports today, 15 days before the Hall of Fame game. It is getting closer. Patriots rookies Sunday and a week uh, from today, right? Wednesday is report day for the veterans. Yep. So, uh, boy, all over the place. We're 50 days away from Bears-Packers on Thursday night. Football is coming and coming soon. I Not can't soon wait. enough. Right. Not True. soon enough. I mean... Five hours and 40 minutes Sunday night for Red Sox Dodgers. Four hours last night. So you're talking 10 hours, Ken, for two games this week. Yeah, but you got to see a lot of Andrew Kashner. That was good. Oh, was right. it? Well, well he, has else... a, he has that new uh, sober cat. You heard Greg Dickinson's sober cat. That's a good one. That's a good you one. like it, Andrew um, Trashner. Trash, Trashner. Yes. yes. Andrew Trashner. <laughs> it happens to us all. We spend too much time <laughs> with Mark James. We start coming up with stupid nicknames. That's 40 it. after last night's debacle. 42 and 80 in his starting record on the back of his baseball card. And, Ken Laird. Too and much Ken, time off. He was rusty. And, and, time. And oh, he's rusty. All I know, right. I know uh, the NFL is right around the corner, but do not forget college football is right yeah. around the corner. My Georgia Bulldogs going to win the national championship. I will year. be in Orlando at the 150th kickoff to the college football season mm-hmm. Miami Florida in Orlando okay cannot wait so we'll see what your dogs look good Jacob Fromm. Florida's quarterback, uh, Felipe uh, Franks. Also a Red, Red Sox, Sox draft pick. I know. Draft oh, 94. Good I know. EI.com plug. Good, yeah. good story there by Hartman. Uh, last night it was 10-4 Jays as uh, Boston dropped their third in four games. Eight and six on the year against Toronto. Not that was an enough. embarrassment last it night. Was Did so you guys watch bad. when Josh Taylor comes in? Guy on first. Yeah. Can't throw to first when he has him picked off. Goes to third, then a pass ball he scores. Like, <laughs> like in my little league games, if that seen. happens, I'm mad. Never mind a damn major league baseball game. Everything going to be all right. Game three of the four game <laughs> series tonight, seven ten on the Shaw Star Market WEI Red Sox Radio Network. Erod tonight going for his eleventh win. Darwinson Hernandez recalled before the game. He pitched a scoreless eighth. Ryan Brazier option. Hey, what by, a crew the way, today. by the way, when's Nathan Avaldi coming? I, I just I soon, mean, soon, soon, oh, very oh, soon for like soon. a month. His first save is coming. Oh, his first career save okay. is coming. Build him up for the Yankees. Alex Cora never gave us a time frame when no. he'll be back. Neither Dombrowski. We'll drop him on the, the drop yeah. him on the Yankees next week. <laughs> Good luck with that. Keep yeah. him secret weapon. I love it. Sneaky. James Wiggy and Hart. This is the W E E I Sports Radio Network. 
Listen, I'm just speculating. <laughs> this is nothing that Rob and I talked about specifically. I don't want to uh, get anybody's hopes up. Rob Gronkowski is retired, and it's unlikely that he will ever play football again. However, I did close my conversation with Rob yesterday when he called to tell me that he was going to retire. And I said, Rob, just keep in mind, if you ever have a change of heart, you can come back and play. I'm sure the Patriots would welcome you with open arms. If it's sometime during the season, if it's late in the year, if you feel good and you want to come back and play, we will make it happen. That's all. I was just a suggestion. He's 29 years old. He's Dunsky. Yeah, just like uh, uh, your boy uh, in, the, in the NHL playoffs. Chara? Yeah, Chara. He was Dunsky, too. Not yeah. so much, huh? No, Not, yeah, how'd that one work out there? Yeah, uh, we, all, we, hey, listen, yeah. we all swing and miss every now and then. Yeah. We, we, we do. We, we all get burned by sources. We do. Uh, pro football. <laughs> yes, yes. Profootballtalk.com uh, did a thing, uh, storyline number nine. Will Gronk come back? And basically, says the question of whether Patriots tight end Rob Gronkowski has been discussed in many settings and contexts. When football season starts, Gronk may feel differently about his decision to walk away. But will he actually come back? A source close to Gronkowski pegs his potential for a first annual unretirement at 40%. Four zero. Now, normally, I first thought, like, when did Mike Florio become this sports handicapper, odds maker? But I will tell you. If I'm not mistaken, he started Pro Football Talk, and one of the major investors is Drew Rosenhaus. Yes. So I got to tell you, that 40% mm-hmm. is probably pretty accurate. More accurate than we want to believe here. I, I No, no, no. I want to, I want to believe it. If you're yeah. a Patriots fan, don't you want to believe I it? Got him at, I got him at 90, 90, 95%. I was going to go with the Jalen Rose, 99%. Uh, no. Kawhi's going back yeah. to Toronto. Right. Leaving yourself an out, 5% yeah, out. Yeah, I'm leaving my, I'm leaving myself that 5% <laughs> out, you know, but I'm saying 95%. He's either back this season or next season. Well, that's what I thought was interesting in that sentence. Not just the 40%, first annual. So, like, the idea this could become a Brett way, Favre, Roger that, Clemens thing. That, that's an oxymoron. There's no first annual. Right. Right. So that, that's that's another bad thing there for Florio. Okay. Don't fixate on that. Fixate no, on the I, fact it, that right. it sounds like Florio, who you correctly tied to Drew Rosenhaus, yeah. is saying, it may be like a plan here where this is the new Gronk offseason. Oh, I'm retired, but maybe I'll be back in October and November. I. What I do you pay it at? Give it a percentage. I would put it 75%. Yeah, I, I would I go. said last night on TV, 69% just to yeah, you know, yeah. play the Gronk ah, game. Wink, it's wink. Gronk. Yes. But it's Gronk's favorite number. Yeah, exactly. Yes. They're just, and if you have a good source telling you it's 40%, mm-hmm. to me, you've already jumped the biggest hurdle. Because right. to me, retirement is a yes or no question. It's not the percentage afterwards. It's, oh, everything hurts. I just can't do it anymore. I'm retired right. or. Yes, no, maybe so. You know, I, I'm feeling good. <laughs> I, I think there's. So you, it's almost the opposite of Parcells. Remember the old, if you're thinking about retirement, you're right. already retired? Yep. Right. I feel like if you're already thinking about a comeback, right. you're on your way back, baby. <laughs> you are. No training underrated. Camp. He doesn't want the training camp. No, He's who wanted, does? Nobody does. Larry Fitzgerald talked about right. that at the owners' meetings when Gronk retired, and Fitzgerald was there to announce something, I forget. but So they were asking about Gronk. He's like, who wouldn't want to skip July and August right. or maybe September and then on training camp. you come in and feel good mid-season when everybody else is already dragging ass? Of course you would. And how many guys really that still can play will walk away from the game? I, I mean, think about it and just say, you know what? I'm the, I'm Calvin the, Johnson, Calvin Barry, Johnson, Barry no, Sanders. Because everybody says Calvin Johnson really wanted to play, but Detroit didn't right. want to let him out of his uh, contract. Mm. He didn't want to keep playing for Detroit. Same with Barry Sanders. So sure. Those guys still wanted to play. Did they, you? Who, me? Yeah. I still want to play. You still have the itch. <laughs> yes. yes. Everybody talks about the itch and yeah, like seeing wa- guys out there and... Yeah, I still want to play, but, you know, the NFL, they kick certain guys out, and then they shut the door, they lock it, they lock all the windows. There's no way to get back in. No. There's Bar no the windows. Right, there's no sneaking in, there's nothing, there's no well, home invasions, anything. Well, the one thing that I also found interesting, it's uh, he says here, it's also believed that Coach Bill Belichick, who has declined to discuss the hypothetical possibility that Gronkowski will return, will not be an impediment to an unretirement. 
Although Belichick easily could take the position that he doesn't want to create a precedent that encourages veterans to retire through the parts of the calendar that they don't like and then return for the good stuff, Belichick has been very supportive of Gronkowski, we're told. Also, and Andy, maybe you know more about this next sentence. A general softening of Belichick has been noticed with a different side emerging in an approach that is more player friendly. Yeah, I think that's accurate. Yeah, I, mean, I think he's that's... softened on a lot of yeah, levels. Yeah, that's over time. You've okay. seen that. Yeah. Belichick. Whether I mean, it's with the team or yeah. whether it's with some vacation and beach time. He's not time the same Bill and... Belichick that I remember out there on <laughs> no. the field. You know, <laughs> and he's evolved as a coach. Well, he's won more. He's right. gotten older. Right. You know, it's sort of like when he and Parcells. Brady won the battle. <laughs> Brady won the battle. Yeah, sort of like when he and Parcells had the feud and they right. hated each other. Right. Wouldn't look. And then over years, it's softened, and then suddenly they're doing documentaries together, right. and they're sort of talking. So, yeah, there's a softening there. But why, first of all, they've already done it with Junior Seau. Junior Seau was a yeah. midseason addition for right. this team. Yep. So what do those guys have in common? Goats, Hall of Fame, yep. you know, elite players. Do right. I think, no offense, Wiggy, but if you said I'm retired in March and then called in September and said, Bill, I was thinking of coming back, <laughs> Bill would say, think again. <laughs> but if you're the greatest tight end that's ever played right. the game, yeah, of course, of course I'll take, yeah. especially they didn't replace anybody. They got no receivers. Yeah. They got no tight ends. And Gronk wants to play. My guess is they roll out the red carpet and say, come on. Yeah. So you're not a fan of Demaris Thomas. Demarius Thomas is more likely to retire than be right. an impact player. Right. I mean, those are guys like, you know, they're, you know, Gronk's not in that category of the guys that want to play, but physically they just can't do it no more or they're just a shell of themselves. I don't think that is the case with Rob Gronkowski. No. You know, when you look at Rob Gronkowski and his what he would be able to do, and I think he's still, when you put him on the football field, and we've seen it last year, even though when he wasn't at 100%, you still have to double team and account for this guy guy everywhere he is on the football field i've never i mean i've seen one player like him before which is randy moss whoa it's pretty good company we're on <laughs> um but when you look at what and i and i said this the year after um with the, the not last year but the year prior to that when he had the good seat when he had that really good yeah, season. Oh yeah all pro yeah yeah, yeah for sure I said this that and he wanted the money the 14 15 million dollars a year like yeah. receivers i said He's more valuable than any wide receiver in the game. He's the most valuable player in the game, non-quarterback, because of the mismatches he creates and the ability to set defenses for the quarterback because they know exactly when Rob's out there. Brady knows, okay, I'm getting man, I'm getting zone, um, and you look, he still has that presence. Right. A defense has to account for him, and that's why – you know, people have talked about the the weight loss. Oh, he can't come back. Yeah, is he going to be the exact same guy? No. no. Are they going to ask him to, you know, 25 times block a defensive end and we're going to run right behind right. you? No, but he is going to transform the passing game. And I right. firmly believe they need either Gordon or Gronk. Right. They need somebody that a safety has to think twice right. about. Because right now, all the safeties, all the defense is going to think about is Edelman. Right. They're not afraid. horny. They're not afraid of Harry, right. Nikhil Harry. Is he a talented young receiver? Sure. But they is, don't know what he is. They have no idea what he is. He doesn't know what he is. Brady doesn't know what he right. is. So I think they need one of those guys, or I think this passing game is really going to struggle well, when, to find You itself. know, the thing about it is when Gronk lines up outside the numbers and by himself and is like that wide receiver split out wide, you instantly know, okay, we got to make sure defensively we got some help over the top. We can't walk a linebacker mm-hmm. out there. And, and even from a decoy standpoint, well, right? He, right. Even just from think. A, just but even, get in somebody's head. But even like you said, even if with him losing weight a little bit, he's still 250, 255 right. pounds. Oh, he can easily gain. And that his back. ability to just, you know, the whole blocking thing, listen, people, stop. It's over. Rated, all right. Because in today's game, you don't have to be a good blocker. Just get in the way, and Gronk is big enough to get in the way. His effort Mo- in the blocking game, how imperative. Most of those guys is that Bob Sosi. Great question. For is Bob. that is that who that is? Yeah. Sosi. Most of those guys on the other side of the ball. Uh, uh, I'm going to give you a little insight. Uh, they want to rush the passer. They really don't want to set the edge, so it's not very difficult to block those guys. You know, it's funny. Uh, when I was in Charlotte, we were the Patriots were playing the Panthers in a Monday night game. This was Cam Newton's third season in the league. Is, is that, that the, is that the game? controversial game? The bear hug on Gronk yes. game? Yeah, 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 yes, that yeah. game. And when Brady went after the refs yes, after the game. chased yes. them down the tunnel. When it was, that was a BS call. We all know that. A BS so, no call. No call. No yeah. call, yeah. 
So I, we're going in the game. We're com- just comparing both rosters. And I'm said, you know, and I went to school at Miami when Greg Olson was there. And I like Greg Olson. I was like, well, I, I love Greg Olson, but, you know, and he, he like, he listened. So he texted me. And I'm like, you know, I got to admit, there's no comparison <laughs> between Rob. Drop. I know. There's I no, went no, to Miami when Greg Olson. And then no, he texted me. No, then I went and hung out with him and his no, wife. No, 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 this Wait, is no. He didn't like what I Mark, said. I thought you were my boy. You talk about Gronk being better than <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, that's what I said. I said, there's no comparison between Gronk. I like Greg Olson, but Gronk to him, there's no. He texted me and he was like, because, you know, what was the biggest knock on Olson in his career? Can't block. Right. Yeah. Can't block. And and and, and 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 you know Gronk was Tony dumb. Gonzalez couldn't block either, but but that's true probably too. The, did okay argue. for himself. Yeah, he went right. the greatest. Type. And, and you he, notice that Mark James has went to the U with everybody. Yes, Greg Olson was is probably graduated. What year did Greg Olson like graduate? Oh, se- well, he left 07 draft. 07. But he also went to school at Ray Lewis. Right. No, I didn't say I wasn't there with Ray Lewis. <laughs> Jimmy Johnson. He was there with Jimmy no, Johnson back in the day. With? I was uh, at, uh, Jerome Brown, Frank <laughs> Gore, Devin Hester, Jonathan Vilma, DJ Will Fork. Will Fork. So is that era? There you go. That era. Uh, we'll come back next. Uh, Wiggy's got a uh, giving out Madden ratings. I, I heard my my. Yeah. You you are okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he gave a Madden rating. By the way, I will tell you, you didn't score me low enough on one category. I uh, wasn't like ability, though. It was something else. You should have scored me lower on this other category. We'll get to that next. Also, uh, we'll come up next hour. We got to get to the, the Red Sox and, and the mess that you saw last night and how bad this team is in a position. And I said it, Wiggy, and nothing will change my mind now until the trade deadline at the end of the month. Mm-hmm. Sell, sell, sell. This team is not going to win the World Series. They don't have the – forget about the bullpen. Right. They don't have the starting pitching either. I mean, no, it's, they're it's, struggling. It is bad. It's real. Last night was a microcosm of this season right there in a nutshell. We'll get to all that. Wiggy Hart and James right here on WEI. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste because you know the bigger the fight better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. We want back in. How about my former partner, Mark James? Mark James? All right. Uh, social media, 50. He's it, terrible. He doesn't do anything. For a guy right. who's like he is, he's terrible on social media. He doesn't do anything. Entertain- he does less than I do. Ent- I'm sensitive. I'm sensitive. <laughs> <laughs> entertainment value. I gave him a 93. Likeability. Negative 54. <laughs> for for his... Uh, but he did- Slightly higher than what I would yes. give him, but we're on the same territory. But he did get a, uh, he did get a 96 on Sober Kicks. Okay. All right, so Wiggy's doing his Madden ratings. And, and there you go. Uh, I, I probably should have got. I, I'll tell you this, and I, I will get better as football season comes around. I I've just sort of, I like using social media for the positive aspects. In other words, like Adrian Wojnarowski, Sham Sharania, Adam mm-hmm. Schefter, newsfeed. Y- yeah, like where you're like, wow, holy crap. Uh, you know, uh, Russell Westbrook just got traded to Houston and reunited right. with James Ryan. Like that stuff. Amari Stoudemire is looking to return to the it, NBA. That, that Could is, be a good fit for the Boston Celtics. Well, I, I'll tell you this. But here's a former Celtic. <laughs> hey, hey, you talk about, about Carmelo. We've moved on already. No, 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 I'm no, still on the Carmelo train. Well, and uh, the one guy who's had a great big three season that I would like, who was originally drafted by the Celtics. Uh, Joe Johnson. Joe Johnson. I wouldn't I, now. There's a score could come off the bench, ISO Joe, and get you some points, and he would definitely accept right. being a bench player. So you're only on Twitter for the news, for the most part. What about yeah. the funny stuff? Oh yes. The, well, no. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, Rex f- Chapman blocker charge. Oh, that's, some of the great. I like. Yeah, Rex Chapman. Tremendous. Hilarious. Yeah, that's true too. No, no, that that is. You don't like the negative stuff that. No, comes no, no, with, no, with no, no. Like some of that. Media. It's funny. Some of it's funny. Like you can you can see some of the things that. Uh, no, no, no. But you trolls. S- you don't like trolls. Yes, you don't. I like mean, trolls. that's that, that's fine. I just here's the thing about it, and, and it's, it's so a bad, then what is it? Yeah, get to the point. It's a bad segment here. The worst ad to. I guess the reason why. Why don't we get to the end of the clip? I've been a little bit negligent on social media just because, you know what, Wiggy? I'm one of those guys where I look at things where you're sending out a text to the world, right? Mm -hmm. 
Okay. Yep. I'm going to be in Western Mass tonight. <laughs> <laughs> why not? Why not? It's amazing how quick Ken is with that trigger finger. That's oh it. my God! You call him the Fred Norris. So oh he. Oh he Fred's is man. Quick. He is. Uh, the thing is, it'd be nice to like to get paid for it. And I figure that when you don't get paid for it after a while, it sort of becomes like so. What, you want to get paid p- for your tweets? He's Kim point? Kardashian over here. <laughs> a million a tweet. Oh snap! Yeah, right. Mark James wants to get paid for his tweets. Yes, you're hold not on. an influencer. Hold yet. on, I, no, I clearly. No, hold on, hold on. We gotta, no, I, I'm not. Gotta build Adam, your brand a little more, Adam. I mean, Adam, Andy, we got to figure this out. Mark James, I follow him. Mark James. Let's see. I don't think I do. I, I don't okay, tweet Mark much. James. See, Felgerly is on FanCred, right? Does he get paid for that? Uh, yeah, FanCred. So. Well, he's a part and owner of the company. So, Mark James wants to get paid for his tweets. So I'm going I'm <laughs> to no, no, write no, no, this no, down. No, 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 no. I don't No, I don't want to get paid. How many followers for, he got? Uh, that's what I'm going to write down. <laughs> Over, uh, like, I don't know. So, <laughs> Who so, gets paid for their tweets? Kylie Jenner. I think I follow Kylie Jenner. Well, uh, Lori Laughlin's daughter. Okay. Right? Uh, so, first of all, you're not a hot chick. So, no, that's true. There's one black mark against you. <laughs> so, Andy, let's, let's, let's figure out. Mark Tweeting. James said he wants to get paid for his tweets. That's why he's like, yeah, here's one. So he has 10,000 followers. <laughs> Kylie Jenner gets probably paid for her tweets. Yes, She definitely. has 27 million followers. <laughs> <laughs> and that's, and so we found out why Mark James is not on social media. Well, yeah, he wants but, to but I, I, I will step it up as we now football season. Well, you have to step it up close. a, a Gambling lot advice. to get paid for it. Yeah, right, yeah, yeah. Faded. A lot of fading fading going on fading. on your uh, a lot of fading, fading, a lot of fading. Yeah, Wiggy. So, so things will get things will start. Get off of social media. What's the number? What's the number when you start getting paid? No, no, but no, no, on, no. But, but here's the one I thing. I think there's a number like when you, you could start getting paid. I think uh, Instagram's like ten thousand. Yeah, Mutt's been chasing it, right? Yes, Mutt's I, chasing the followers so you get paid on Instagram. Yeah, Instagram's like ten thousand. Really? Yeah. Twitter's got to be more than ten thousand. I don't know what Twitter is. Okay. The one thing I will say is just that. You know, like some of those people too. If you're following someone and I follow you, like they would feel like not as giving you their every thought. All times of the day would be uh, such a crime to society. I don't want to be one of those people. Oh, I I went over today to uh, Pino's Pizza in Brookline and it was great. I just don't want to be one. See of those- that little drop there. Yeah, Pino's Pizza. He wants to get paid he for his tweet. Pino's, call him. <laughs> no, tweet you, about you. But, but, no, but you <laughs> but know if what? he gets paid from Pino's, you got to tweet, I went to Pino's. No, no, but you, no I don't. But I, what I'm just saying is that those people who just feel it's a crime if they don't share every thought that's on the top of Well, you don't of have their... to share every right. thought. I know. You don't it can be, be a time filler. You're yes. sitting yeah. at the doctor's office waiting right. the 15 minutes. Right. Oh, maybe I tweet a little bit. Yeah, something funny happens. You know? You know, social media, interact with your fan base. You like my wife. Like my wife does, she takes videos of people that are like un unaware. And oh, that's hilarious! Yeah, like that, is that and, legal? Well, I think in public, it's on Snapchat. Yeah, yeah in public, okay. yeah. Like yeah, videotape yeah. of me naked. <laughs> <laughs> like somebody's just sitting there and just going ham on their food, and you just like take a video of it, and then you you know, kind of like they did with the uh, bagel guy. Oh yeah! And now look at well, him. Look at him. He's famous. Something tells me that bagel guy knew he was being taped. Well, I mean, I don't know. Every, you know, once you start yelling in a public place, first thing people do is take out their phone. That's it. Right. Yeah, they're Scorsese well, they, and Spielberg. There you yep. go. Yep. yep. Find, go to you're Pino's. not my. You're not God. You're not fa- my father. You're not my boss. Yeah. So, why don't you do that? Go have, to a, have a public no, scene. No, no, oh, right. your feet will blow up. You'll have more followers. You can get paid. For it. You can get paid. Yeah. Influencer Mark James. <laughs> Influencer. <laughs> Ten thousand on Instagram, huh? Yeah. Well, that actually, now it's sort of like, whoa. I, I think I follow you on Instagram. No, 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 no. I neglected mine. I haven't posted in four years. <laughs> <laughs> like literally four years, Wiggy. You don't even, don't even bother. But maybe, all right, so there's some things to think about. Well, you're, you're right. Kylie J. You could do some, take some bikini photos. No, that's money, okay. Money, money, money. That, that, that's okay. All right, the Red Sox, uh, they have fallen and have not gotten up. Last night, though, was an embarrassment, an absolute embarrassment. We'll get to that next. And what do the Sox need to do to turn around? And Wiggy, why are they in this spot? How are they in this spot today when everything was going so good, especially after the All-Star break, that 8-1 to win on Friday night against the Dodgers? It's all gone downhill since then. We'll get to that. Wiggy Hart and James right here on WEI. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com.